This is the Shrimps Verdict podcast. All opinions expressed to those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Full match commentary at Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. This is Dave Salmon. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. Now, normally around this point in the pod, you would be listening to highlights of the game, in particular highlights of uh, well, what would hopefully be Morecambe's victory away at Warsaw in League Two. But uh, yes, a, a bit of a journey for no reason yesterday. And uh, I thought before we go any further, I'll just put a bit of context into the postponement of the game because uh, there's been a few things flying around certainly on social media but uh, I will tell you why it was postponed from my point of view okay so we got to the ground about uh, five o'clock just after we were told when we arrived that it had been raining since about two o'clock in the afternoon now uh, I know a couple of Morecambe fans have contacted me and have said well do you know what we were there earlier and it was raining all day really uh, but uh, you can only go on what you're told I suppose can't you we got through into uh, the stadium itself and of course it was empty because we it was only five o'clock and uh, you could see it was very wet I spoke to their head groundsman straight away and uh, he was quite optimistic he said yeah it's wet but uh, we're working on it shouldn't be any problems match officials are going to arrive soon and uh, we should be all right so at that point there wasn't anything to worry about really match officials arrived about 10 minutes after us and uh, they went out straight away and uh, they had a look didn't take a ball with them just had a little walk around they went back out again having put some boots on about 20 minutes or so later with the ball they were throwing it up in the air they were trying to roll it along the pitch there were a few areas of concern notably in the uh, the penalty area and the goal mouth uh, to the side of the pitch closest to the motorway so that's where if you if you are in the away end that goal um, down one of the sides was a bit sticky and there was some standing water in a couple of the corners as well so there was a bit of concern but they didn't again seem too much to worry about at that point referee and the officials went back in and it went back out again a third time throwing the ball up in yeah you may have seen the videos on my social media and it was sticking the ball was not bouncing in the penalty area and it was sticking in the corners as well as they were trying to roll it across the pitch and at that point I'll be honest you did start to to fear the worst and you could just tell from the body language of, of everybody around that uh, it possibly wasn't going to be uh, good news but uh, the postponement then eventually comes at half past six which I know isn't great for travelling fans many of the Morecambe contingent I think we were bringing a few hundred at least down to the Bescott uh, last night and they were only just arriving or they were still just on the M6 just coming off uh, close by so not great the timing but what I would say is uh, it was postponed uh, I think uh, when it when it could have been postponed if that makes sense because I think at five o'clock or even earlier uh, it was playable Uh, and you, you can't postpone a game based on what the weather might do you've got to obviously look at what the conditions are at that given moment I guess haven't you uh, frustrating all round I know 
and uh, I know some people uh, were disappointed that uh, official club channels, both from Morecambe and Walsall, weren't communicating anything earlier. The, the reason for that is because they can't, by protocol. Uh, official club uh, media can't speculate on what might happen. Uh, the only official pitch inspection was the last one after six o'clock, and as soon as that took place, or they knew it was going to take place, that was communicated. The previous twice that the officials went out, they were just going out to have, have a look in inverted commas. It wasn't an official pitch inspection. So they couldn't communicate that because it's speculation. So hopefully that's cleared that one up uh, in case that you were wondering about that. So disappointing. We'll try again in, uh, I reckon, a couple of weeks' time, actually. I think Walsall are quite busy in midweeks uh, going forward. So they've got to fit it in quite soon, I would imagine. Uh, of course, uh, the, re- the relevant people will let you know just as soon as that happens. Uh, so onwards we go to Saturday and I know the weather's not going to be great in the build up to this either so we'll keep a close eye on the forecast ahead of the home game against Sutton United this coming weekend at the Mazuma Mobile Stadium and hopefully we can get Jed Brannan's first home win uh, as uh, permanent manager of the club at the seventh time of asking. If you're not going down to the game, I've got a bit of a treat for you on Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio and on I Follow Shrimps because I'm joined by not one, uh, but two Morecambe players on co-commentary. Goalkeeper Stu Moore will be alongside me as he has been uh, for the last, uh, what, seven or eight games or so, actually. And I'm delighted to uh, tell you that we're also going to be joined on comms by midfielder JJ McKinnon, as well as recovering from uh, an ankle problem I think he's out for another month, five weeks or so. So we're going to get JJ on commentary as well. I don't know where we're going to fit it all in, to be honest, but we'll certainly give it a good go uh, from just before 2.55. FM, DAB, on Beyond Radio, and also uh, via iFollow Shrimps as well. Let's look ahead to the game then uh, with uh, Sutton United superfan Rory Sherwood-Parkin. Good chat here with Rory uh, to talk about all things Steve Morrison's men ahead of their trip to the Mazuma this coming Saturday. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimp's Verdict on Beyond Radio. So, Rory, thanks for jumping on our podcast, mate. I appreciate your time cutting into your lunch break for us. Really appreciate it. Uh, before we start talking about the game, um, what made you be a Sutton United fan in the first place? <laughs> Good question. Thanks for having me, Dave. Um, I, I grew up not too far from the from the ground. and I think my first game, I was trying to think about this, um, I think I was 10 or 11. A friend of my dad took me along to Gander Green Lane where we play. Um, I was hooked ever since, really. It was our local team uh, and there's something about proper non-league grassroots football. Now we're kind of big time League 2, well, for the moment anyway. But um, yeah, there was something really nice about the kind of community spirit and the feel of the club and just, yeah, I fell in love with the place. And you've seen some, I suppose, some darker times, but in recent years... It's been uh, pretty good. Well, the best it's ever been, really. It has. It really has. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen us when we've played in front of two or three hundred people in the Surrey Senior Cup and in the Isthmian League when I first started started going. Um, but then, ironically, I started taking my daughter semi recently, um, and her first game was the Papa John's Trophy final at Wembley. Um, so all she's known is yeah, Wembley promotion same with my son who's 11 um they've just seen us kind of progress and get better and better um i remember the yeah the days when we weren't very good um so yeah it's been quite a journey being a, a Sutton fan over the past 30 years let's look at this season in a bit more detail Rory. it's fair to say 
that uh, you'd prefer to be a little bit higher up in the table? I think that's very fair to say, Dave. I don't think, and I think I'd probably speak for most Sun fans, I don't think we really thought we'd be here, to be honest. Um, our third season in League Two, first season we were just one point off the playoffs, had an amazing run, got to Wembley. Second season, yeah, had a bit of a dip um, after Christmas and kind of finished mid-table, but no danger of of going down. But this year it's just not clicked. And I think the worst thing about it, in a way, um, is that we won the first game 5-1. So beat Notts County, hammered Notts County at home 5-1. Excellent recruitment over the summer. Everyone was full of expectations. I don't think anyone thought we'd, we'd going to get promoted or maybe nudge in the playoffs back. But I don't think anyone thought we'd be where we are now which is yeah which is sad um it's just football isn't it so i say to my kids it's just the ups and downs of of football particularly supporting a team like us still got plenty of time to turn it around of course it's not over till it's over what's gone wrong or what has changed this season it's just not clicked i think it's mid i think we lost a few of our really good players over the summer so uh, Ali Smith that went to Lincoln, but now interesting, he's kind of gone back to gone to Colchester. Um, was kind of real midfield linchpin for us. Uh, we lost people like David Ajaboye on the wing. Um, some of our people that really made the heart of our team and made us a kind of big physical presence, like Omar Bugil up front. I lost a bit of that, I think. So people used to be kind of scared of coming to. So let's, let's just see us at Gander Green Lane, come to play us at Gander Green Lane, or a way we had a reputation of being kind of big and physical and in your face, and we've kind of lost that a bit. Um, I don't know if it's because we've got, in theory anyway, kind of better players, particularly more skillful, technical players. We've lost a bit of that kind of bite, particularly in midfield. I'd say midfield has been where we've really kind of suffered this year, not helped by injuries. Craig Eastman, mm-hmm. dog legendary captain being out for large periods of of this season um it's just not clicked and then and it's yeah it's been really frustrating um and it was really sad to see our, our manager left just after christmas matt gray who's a kind of sun legend for, for getting us into the football league for the first time and it just yeah it's just for whatever reason not really worked i think we've won four games this year um Probably should have won a few more. You've had big chances in in matches. Not really been outplayed. Um, but then heads have gone down. I remember going to Accrington and to Doncaster this year. We lost four one both times. And just yeah, as soon as we seem to concede one, one or two heads just go down. I think it's lack of confidence being where we are in the league. Were you sad to see? Matt leave or oh, I suppose the answer to that is yes, obviously, but did the change need to be made at that point? So. I, I think you're right, Dave. I think most Titan fans would probably have the same emotions. Really, really sad to see him go, considering what he'd done for the club. It was just an overwhelming feeling, feeling of sadness, I think, but that was probably the right time to make a bit of a change. If we were going to change it, then just after Christmas was probably the the appropriate point to give a new manager a bit of time to settle in, bring in some new players during the window um, and give us a bit of a fighting chance. Um, I think we just, yeah, the run was so bad. I can't remember. Um, I think we hadn't won an away game for 
nearly the whole calendar year it was some horrific stat like mm. like that i think we just got in such a bad run that we had to change something and unfortunately it was matt but yeah really really sad to, to see him go he's such a good manager and steve morrison coming in a, a, an interesting appointment how, how has he gone so far yeah really interesting actually really interesting i think he's five games in charge four draws uh, and one defeat um, which we probably should have won. That was last Tuesday home to Harrogate. Harrogate seemed like a pretty good, pretty good team. It kind of caught us on the break twice, even though we dominated. Um, I think he's brought a bit of solidity to the back, um, which is good. I think we're conceding as easily as we were, uh, and got some good kind of talented youngsters on loan from um, from Fulham and QPR and Millwall, who seems to have settled in quite nicely. So that's quite encouraging. I think. Um, a bit of kind of draws are great though, man. Draws are great, Rory, aren't they? I think you've drawn five of the last six. It's something oh, yeah. like seven out of the last ten or something that you've drawn. But at this yeah. stage of the season, although there's still lots of time left, draws aren't quite enough at the moment, are they? Great that you're hard to beat, but you need to take that extra step. Totally right. Yeah, totally right. we're just not taking our chances. We're letting teams back into games. We should have won. We should probably have won it. One at Walsall, we should definitely have won at the weekend against Doncaster. 96th minute penalty equaliser um, when our keeper uh, rushed out a bit of rush of blood to the head, or I don't know, maybe their striker made a bit of the most most of it. To be fair, but yeah, you're right. We can't this stage of the season. I think we need to be winning matches. And I, I don't know. I I sense it's one of those where you can tell, can't you, in a season when things just don't go your way, you don't get the rub of the green, you have 96th minute penalty equalisers, that's just not going to be your season. Um, so, yeah, from go, from being quite optimistic, um, kind of, yeah, October, November time, and thinking, yeah, we've, we've still got time, we can get out of this now. I'm not sure. I think it might be a bit late for us. Um, but never say never. Never say never, absolutely. You gave us a yeah. great game at Gander Green Lane in, in October. Came back from 2-0 down. We snatched it at the death. I would argue we probably just about deserved the win on the day. It, it struck me that you were, and whether this was a Matt Gray thing or whether it's the personnel you have available, you were very, dare I say, direct team, physical yeah. team. Is that still the case? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's what we've, you know, we've never pretended, dare I say, to play really attractive tic-a-tac of football and pass it out from the back. That's not really what, what our way is, certainly not a kind of Matt Gray thing. And I don't think a, a Steve Morrison style of play either. Um, I think even we've, we've probably tried too hard to go down to be a bit more technical and to pass it around a bit more rather than, as we've done over the past couple of seasons, be direct, catch teams on the break, bit of pace on the wings. We've lost a bit of that, I think. Certainly lost a bit of that dynamism in midfield, getting stuck in. I think having Craig Eastman back is a real positive for us. He's been back the last few matches, scored a couple of times. He's our, He's the kind of glue, I always say, to that knits our team together. Without him, we look a bit lost. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to the match on on. Saturday. Um, I remember going to the old Morecambe Stadium. I think I was trying to think 99, 2000 when yeah. we were back in the conference. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming to the new one. We'll talk about that in a sec, Rory. You, 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 you've, oh, yeah. kept, we've kept your uh, you've kept your top scorer, your striker, Harry Smith. And I, I suppose you were pleased that after all the speculation in the window that he remains with you. Really pleased. Yeah, I think he's been a really good 
plus point this year, albeit he has been suspended for quite a bit of the season with a couple of red cards. <laughs> so if he could, yeah, maybe sort of that sort out that side of his game. Although to be fair, I think the, the second suspension was unduly harsh. Um, something he said to the referee afterwards, but but yeah, really pleased to have kept hold of Harry. Um, I thought there was a bit of speculation that maybe a few other players might be moved on. Those that underperformed a bit so far this season. Um, but really pleased to have kept told Harry. He's the kind of target man up up front. Him and um, I think Lee Angles played played well mm. the past few games as well. Um, disappointing to see O'Brien, who was really good for us, who we had on loan from Shrewsbury, the ex-Sunderland striker, go back um, in the window because he was yeah, a really good player for us up front. So you're coming to us on Saturday then, Rory, and we haven't won at home yet in the lead under our new manager, Jed Brannan. Oh, We've really? turned our form around away. We've had back-to-back great wins against Crawley and MK Dons, but at home in six home games under his managerial reign, we've drawn three and we've lost three. So we're hoping for lucky seven on Saturday. What do we need to do to, or, or more to the point, where can we hurt you on Saturday to get the to get the points? Good question, and that, that bodes quite well for us. I'd say so that, that's cheered me up. That that's that. Um, I'd say it's midfield. I'd say if you overrun us in midfield um, and start passing the ball around nicely, then that's where we're in real danger. If we can make it a kind of, we can keep it tight, keep it nice and scrappy for us. Then I think we're in with a bit of a shout. I think, yeah, certainly where the games that we've lost this year has been. Which just bypassed our midfield. They've been been nowhere, and we've been we've been caught out. Um, so yeah, I think I think if your midfield play well, you might you might beat us. But I don't know. I think I think we might. Be out. We played really well against Doncaster. We played pretty well against Harrogate, but just you know, only had one point to show for it over those couple of games. And overall, under Steve Morrison, I think we're certainly more solid than we were. Mm. So I'd like to think. And maybe the pressure's off a bit after two games we probably should have won. Maybe the pressure's off to go away from home to a team that's doing well. Um, so, yeah, the ball might be in your court a bit. And, yeah, we might catch on the break and <laughs> win. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> so what you're basically saying then, Rory, is we can't be involved in a battle. Uh, I think we conceded a couple of goals in the reverse fixture because you, you drew us into that battle, didn't you? I think you got quite a soft penalty and then... We conceded a goal from a long throw as well, which is a bit disappointing to say the least. So, if we can play our game uh, and and hopefully pass you off the park, that might be the uh, might be the way forward. Could be, yeah. I think that's probably the advice that I'd say if I was Morecambe's manager. Um, albeit, I'd say a couple of our loan signings are really kind of skillful on the ball. So Duke McKenna, we've got on loan from QPR, seems a really good player, um, really good kind of skillful going past people. So, I don't know. I think if we kept it tight. It's kind of nil-nil going into the last 20, 30 minutes. And um, I think we'll be in with a bit of a chance. I think the worst thing for us would be to concede an early goal, heads down, um, and then it might yeah, it might be a bit painful like Accrington and Doncaster this season. Um, I'm hoping otherwise. I'm hoping it, it should be a good game as well. You mentioned a couple of players there, Rory. What do we need to know about Steve Morrison, certain United team, formation, other players to watch? What do we need to know? Oh, good question. Um, I'd say it's, yeah, a slightly different approach to under Matt Gray when you last played us. Matt was quite 
predictable, consistent, um, and it always four four two. Um, keep it solid at the back. And we'd always make changes and bring on substitutes at the same time, and yeah. usually the same same players. Whereas Steve Morrison seems a bit more willing to mix things up, which I think is a is a positive. So we've had a number of different, uh, yeah, four five ones and wing backs and all sorts try different kind of approaches, which is good playing players in different positions. So I think he's yeah, I think he's quite good at the kind of tactical side of the of the game. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what what team he plays and whether some of those new um, loan signings and signings that I mentioned during the window, whether any of those start um, in terms of players to be to be wary of. I suppose yeah, as you touched upon Harry Smith up front, Craig Eastman in midfield. Um, we've been a bit, I think it's probably fair to say, a bit disappointed by Amari Patrick so far this year. Um, if he's on his game though, he can be a great player. Yeah. So I'm hoping him. Yeah. The kind of combination of Amari Patrick and Jude McKenna gives us a bit of pace, a bit of trickiness on the on the wings. Um, be nice and solid at the back, hopefully. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed. We'll give you a bit of a game on on Saturday. I know you've got is it Walsall tonight as yeah. well. So you'll be a bit more tired than than we are if we've had a week's rest. And your first uh, your first trip to the Mazuma Mobile Stadium, then Rory, and uh, I suppose you're looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it, actually. Yeah, we're going to make a bit of a weekend staying in Blackpool on Saturday night. So, yeah, really looking forward to it, actually. I'm bringing the kids, so I've got um, right. a boy and a girl that are going to all go down. They like looking at the mascots, etc. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. Looking forward to it. Well, we are a very, very friendly club. Uh, like, similar to yourselves, really. We had a very, very warm welcome when we arrived uh, in, in October. So, uh, you should have a great uh, a great day out. Um, Rory, thank you so much for, for jumping on our pod. Really appreciate it. I've got to ask you this though, just before you go, and I've got a feeling I know what you think, what the answer is possibly going to be, but I will ask it anyway. Can you get out of trouble between now and the end of April? Yeah, good, good question. Thanks for having me on the pod, by the way. Um, I think we can. Yeah, I think we can. I think if you look at the teams just above us, they're not on a great run form. If you look at Doncaster and Grimsby in particular, I know Colchester have kind of got out of it a bit. I think we might be able to catch them. I think, we, but we need to start now. Ideally, we need to start on Saturday with with a result, get a result, positive momentum. I think we can. Uh, it's turning those draws into wins, isn't it? I think, as we said earlier, being exactly. hard to beat's one thing, but that's one point is no good. You'd rather win one, lose one, win one, lose one. You end up with three times the points. Exactly, you're spot on, and winning games at home as well, which we used to. You know, do that week in week out over the past couple of seasons that's just not happened really to yeah start making it a bit more of a fortress Rory appreciate your time mate good luck for the rest of the season after Saturday of course hope we can heap a bit of misery on, misery on you at the weekend but uh, hopefully you've got enough to stay up because I say you're one of the uh, the friendliest clubs that we've played this season and I think your path is similar to Morecambe's isn't it in, in mm. the sense of many many years in non-league and then almost against the odds get promoted into the football league and that's the kind of story I love. So if you can possibly stay up, that'd be great. Oh, best of luck to you for the rest of the season as well. And yeah, really looking forward to Saturday. So see you there. Every kick, every game, every goal. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.